1: Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Where did this ferocious determination out there today come from? The media. Everyone brought us up.
0: This is paper talk. The Irish Examiner GAA podcast.
1: Hello there and welcome to Paper Talk, the Irish Examiners' GAA Championship podcast. On today's show, we look back at the weekend's All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championship quarterfinals with Anthony Daly, while we ask John Dively if the Super 8s were as good as expected. And first off, we turn our attention to hurling and we're joined on the line by Anthony Daly. Fantastic, brilliant, sublime, heroic. Uh, Some of the words, Anthony, you used to describe the game in Thurles yesterday as Limerick. Beat Kilkenny in the All Ireland quarter final uh, game of the season territory.
0: Yeah, I, I would have it there. Um, I was trying to rack my brains. There was some, there was some great ones in Munster. To be fair, um, and, Rick and Cork Clark was, was was brilliant stuff, you know. And uh, it was those was just some cracking games all year. Um, you know, Kilkenny, Wexford, even in the in the natural one where they came from nine down. But yeah, I think this this was the standout one so far, even. You know, um, he just had it all. You know, it was was really, you know, everything from sublime scores to fantastic tackling to hard hitting to a little bit of controversial refereeing, maybe. Maybe wasn't as aware of it at the time until until you look at Twitter. But of course, social media now has such a range of views. You know, it's it's, it's, um, it's mad, really. But, uh, yeah, it had most of everything. Kilkenny getting that goal uh, and you put you thinking then that oh god here we go again like poor old Limerick are going to get a the to Kilkenny side of it again and and um but then the character shown by Limerick down the straight just to score five of the last six points was um was true testimony to the work John Kylie is doing like and um uh, and um and the lads in the in the back room there, the three lads. Um including Alan Cunningham, who could, who could yet have to face up to his native Claire in a final. Can you,
1: can you coach that kind of character, Anthony?
0: Uh, well, I think it's, I mean, I, I wouldn't say too much to do with it now, but look what I was in there. Give a hand with a few of them, it's lovely to see them featuring, but it's a, it's a, long, a long-term a project, I mean. But they, obviously, John was heavily involved in that project like as well, from being involved in the academy to managing the 21s and then stepping up to the senior management last year so that's the that's the link you see like, you know, I mean, he's top class I knew he was top class when they appointed him I remember saying to John McKenna you've got the right man like has the job and, and you know the backroom staff you know top class was Brian Geary and Alan Cunningham and, and Jimmy Quilty you know and having Joe Connard in as well. like you know Ireland's Phyllis families. so it's a, a fairly dream ticket but can you coach it? You can't really, except when you start start them young enough. And I often felt in the academy there was too much emphasis on winning, you know, that, that there should be more emphasis on developing them as characters and, you know, making them understand. And, you know, I, I had nothing to do with Tom Morrissey, but you'd love to think that he picked up that off somebody. I don't know who now, you know, Pat Donnelly or Mikey Kiley or one of the lads, Morris O'Brien at twenty one or that, you know, that... wasn't all about winning it was about you know putting up that hand when after the Kilkenny goal looking for the puck out and winning it so that can you coach it not sure you you can but it's it's not a a go in and coach job in a year or two You know.
1: just in terms of Tom Morrissey there are a lot of people back to what you were saying about social media hugely complimentary of his interview which he gave within about 90 seconds of the final whistle and how well he spoke and it is showing a very different Limerick mindset. Something that you alluded to in in your column today, Anthony. That these lads don't think like past Limerick teams.
0: Yeah, you'll probably look. I've not been overly, you know, critical of, of the Limericks of old because, God, I know how good they were. You know, in the nineties, and you know, got to the final in 07 and you know, very unlucky in 13 just just kind of flopped in the semi-final. And, had won a great Munster, so you know they had great teams, and then right back, you know, you know it seems so long to '73. You see, because but they've been so close so often, like even in the '80s and that. You know, so, um, but no, I you would feel just a different. It, it just reminds me a little bit of Galway last year. You know, they were so measured. I think just when Manions was interviewed um after the Lancer final and. Well, they had a good win against uh, Wexford but wasn't getting carried away at all and uh, even though there was silverware in the thing. and you got it off John Kiley as well I think you know that this was this a milestone for Limerick beating Kilkenny first time since 73 no not at all he said just another step along the way so they're, they're very healthy signs it guarantees you nothing guarantees you nothing because uh, uh, Cork Cork are monster champions and haven't been beaten uh, in two years in Munster, um, <clears throat> came unstuck at this stage uh, last year. But that was misfortunate enough, really, with the it off They were in, they were in a kind of in-control position, you would have felt against Walford at that stage. Um, and that just turned us in. So they'll, they'll be up against it, um, no more than in the other semi-final. clear will be up against
1: it. Do you think, in a way, with such a young team in a county that builds hype so quickly... That going this route probably worked out a bit better for, for John Kylie and for Limerick than going the conventional winning a monster title route.
0: Yeah, in some ways, you know, you, you could say that um and and possibly even the replay for Galway has stood to them, you know, that that extra game, that that, that test of character against Kilkenny where they, they go dig out the draw. Um and it could have lost in the nine seconds would have helped them. Uh, sometimes that run of games is, is a serious help, as we saw. You know, going back with Claire and thirteen, and um, so it may be, maybe now Cork are perfectly rested as well for two. You know, for two weeks times four weeks off. They always said three weeks is the perfect. You know, but five was hard to handle for sure in the past. But the, I suppose the four wouldn't be the worst after after the monster campaign we've had put them. Um, yeah, Sir Farrell said it from the start of the year. I have to give him credit that the 3rd place team would possibly be in the best position. Uh, Wexford being disappointing on that front, but certainly Limerick. I suppose there were signs of it the week before, really. It was very difficult for Carlow and Westmead to face out, you know, the week after winning there. Yeah, all Ireland, if you like, in the Joe McDonough. Um, but Limerick absolutely put Carlow, you know, to the sword, where... Wexford kind of stuttered over Westmead, who Carlo had beaten. So there were signs of it there that they were they were back on the the hunt again, and it was understandable that they were flattening Ennis uh, a little bit, Cullen, because they had put in fantastic shifts in Munster and, and had secured that top three spot coming Ennis, and Clare had to win, of course, to get it. So it was a little bit understandable the way that went. Um, and I think on, on neutral ground, there'd be very, very little between those teams, as we saw earlier in the year, in the league quarter final, and 65s in the dark had to separate them really.
1: Okay, no, I suppose we should give mention Anthony to Kilkenny as well. I know out of the All Ireland series at the quarter final stage, uh, won't go down too well with Brian Cody this morning. But considering where people had them back in January, it's been quite an incredible run.
0: Ah, yeah, in fairness, I mean, you could own, I mean, I, I'd been telling the Kilkenny fella six, seven years ago that for two years in a row you're not going to be in the semi-final and it was a good year, but, you know, considering after two rounds of the league, the way things look, um, it's been a remarkable turnaround and look at even yesterday, do you know the way, that, I mean, you only had look at Richie Lachey and John Donnelly off the bench, you no, know, two of the young bucks, and the amount of the young fellas that have been blooded um, boards boards very well for the future. The the problem still for me is the lack of pace at the back. I mean, I mean Murphy given it incredible display of goalkeeping. I'm kind of still wondering this morning why we didn't give him men the match. But I suppose you do tend to give it to the winners, and and. Um, then Morris it was outstanding. So, but gave one of the greatest players of goalkeeping. I will, ad- I will admit, and like that was really, you know, Limerick were kind of cutting them open in the full back line, and Parik Walsh, I suppose, had a bit of a seesaw battle with with uh, Flanagan Flanagan had his moments, but Parick, I suppose, eventually got on top in the second half there. But the two corners were in trouble. Paddy Deegan was in trouble. I suppose he was a contracted midfielder and went back and you know, yesterday was kind of showing up Gillan had him in trouble for long periods Paul Murphy had a lot of trouble with Greg Mulcahy just with Pace you know, he was the Paul Murphy of Holden in loads of ways uh, like he was against Galway but just that that chink in Paul he's having a great season in fairness you know, he's in line for an all-star to, um, but they're just struggling Joy And eventually his man got man in the match Killian Buckley wasn't as good as, as in other years and Rob Lennon came in, like, let's face it, Rob is hardly one for the future and not, you know, he's a game lad, I'd, I'd love to have him with a Kirkcastle jersey on him at the moment, you know, um, he'd give you everything and, and, and fought very hard, but, I mean, Rob is around a while and isn't isn't exactly bursting at pace, so, you know, so that's the area, really, that if, if Brian can focus on and, and establish a, a lively, you know, corner back and a wing back maybe because Buckley will be you know and he's a very good centre back and still has youth on his side but overall winning the league I mean putting Galway to the pin of their collar and then you know the comeback against Galway and yesterday I mean just uh, and I would have alluded to it last night uh, fantastic to see Richie Rogan back as well 1-3 from play and you uh, know just he has suffered an awful lot to try and get back to this level and um, I'm all very disappointed this
1: morning he can take great satisfaction from his own display A strange kind of day on Saturday down in Parquiqui for the other quarterfinal which Clare won relatively comfortably
0: Yeah relatively comfortably um, had had our moments which we tend to have with this team where we we lapse for some reason in concentration and if that happens the next day we we won't have a hope against Galway you know you be only hoping the Crow Park factor can can bring them to life but uh, look at that. I got a crazy decision from the get go I know it was probably TV orientated um, but even to be honest with you Cullum, um, I love Cork you know <laughs> <laughs> until that motorway is um, is, do- is done between Limerick and Cork it's one awkward place to get to i tell you on a match day and 3 o'clock on a Saturday and it's the same from Wexford with you know the road works in along that road and uh, it's just a turn-off for supporters and I look at the, do, the great do-gooders on the social media again like saying if you support your team you'll be there but look at there's a there's a financial factor here as well um, I mean why not say look at we'll give it a good blast of some game highlights uh, if it's not the live game if it's not shown at all now one the Ireland quarterfinals would should be shown I suppose so my argument would have been there you know why not support Leash or even Nolan Park for that game on Saturday and, and, and fill it and you know I think it'd be very easy for both teams to get there as well They'd be the counties the supporters Portlaoise motorway for both counties right to the gate really you know so um, I think that would have added but obviously the double header would have been uh, the more attractive thing, and you'd have you'd have probably had 35 in toilets, I'd say yesterday which would have led for a, a great atmosphere so I think that took away from it a bit and uh, yeah I think there was more Clare fans than Wexford fans there as well so um, Wexford obviously voted with their feet as well that they, they decided well, maybe a little bit um, you know not too impressed with the performances of late either in, in Leinster and that and uh, Again, I would have said it last night and I don't want to be you know, over-repeating myself but I felt the big error for Wexford this year was not going all out for the National League I thought it was a, it was a league that was there for the taking by some team that was hungry enough to win it and of course that was Kilkenny but I thought Wexford were in a position fitness-wise and and you know, panel-wise, that's it, to kick on and win Division 1 of the league and national title and that would have really built momentum but I thought going out of that in the semi-final kind of dulled their momentum going to the championship and it never really just took off from after that.
1: What did you but it was up? weird
0: down there, yeah, and there was a few things, look, I suppose I can't comment too much on the thing after the match with the stewards dragging the, the couple of clear supporters off the field and, you know, I he thought all wrong, really. You know, you look at the scenes and totalist in twenty four hours later. How can that be right? You know, and um, you know what? what what's it been minded for? The, the semi finals, is it? You know Um
1: What did you I, make of uh, Davies' advice to Clare in terms of their strategy and their tactics for the Galway game?
0: Yeah, I didn't really know what he meant. To be honest with you, if they're allowed to play their game, um, I don't know what. I think they, that, they're the words he used. I think, Cullum, if I'm right, are they? I
1: think, yeah. Uh, the sooner the public and clear, let the team play the way they should be playing, they have a chance of doing something. If they stay doing that stupid stuff of hitting the ball long all the time, they won't win anything.
0: Yeah, he's probably right. Like you, you, in the modern game, you can't hit the ball long all the time. But I certainly would have felt on, on Saturday that we didn't do that. And, we, you know, we've won four championship games this year against division one status teams um and you know that hasn't happened in a long long time not even in 13 you know not, not right back We in the 90s we won when we'd be winning four of them type games um even in 97 we only did that three times twice to tip obviously sorry no Larry uh, but, but you know so there is there is enough that been done right and um but you, he's right about that. You can puck it long all the time, especially with teams with playing a man back like Wexford. But uh, I thought we we, we, we we showed it up last night as well that Claire walked the ball superbly uh, down the channels and uh, you know into the flanks and, and, and hitting that 27 points. Now you'd worry a little bit about the lack of the goal threat. Now you'd be hoping there would be a bit more of that there uh, against Galway would probably need one at least if you'd have a chance against Galway so yeah but he's probably makes his point as well made but I, I wouldn't get it I don't know where, where he's coming from really um, whether it's a drawback from his time that he felt the public uh, were against the style of play that he brought in but I think there's a, a marked change this year even from last year where so you know, lad's struggle after you know being used to certain systems for a while to get out of that but there's a marked change in, in the way we're playing and um, oh, it was a good win again pulled away down the straight scary moments great save from Donald Thuy to you know just after the Westford first goal um, which could have really put the cat among the pigeons at that stage and um, in some ways maybe if it went in and Clare were to drive on and win we might have a better idea but um Claire got the couple of scores after that and Wexford started to folded it up 10 in uh, which is disappointing from Davies point of view there but you no know, kind of there was a mixed view around um the Sunday game studios last night whether Davie's interview was sort of one of maybe was he considering you know pulling away from it but you know, I'd be strong that he should stay with it and you know you I, I probably stayed with it a bit too long in Dublin but You do see-saw a bit with a team that you're trying to kind of build a culture around and a new kind of um, feeling around and uh, they definitely slumped a little bit this year but there's no reason to say with that under-21 team as backup coming in that they couldn't rise up again next year now with Division 1 as well to look forward to I I definitely think he he should stay on there and uh, definitely see what next year brings.
1: of the Championship. Where did this ferocious determination out there today come from? The media, every one of them wrote us off. There was a statement of the cock Examiner last Saturday or last Friday that there are four men on the Limerick team that would be afraid to go into a dark room. There's the answer today to those, those four men get and, and you're that hurt by those remarks? I'm certainly am hurt, and the players were more hurt. And they're the ones who were insulted this week, and they proved today that they have this... let's turn our attention to uh, football Our thanks to Anthony Daly for the review of the weekend's All-Ireland hurling action uh, to football first weekend of the Super 8 and we're going to start with the game on Sunday the last game of the weekend Galway defeating Kerry the big talking point dominating the papers today John Dively was there uh, John just how big of a result was this for Galway football?
2: A huge result for Galway football um, they fully deserved their win Um They were positive in their play, and I know some people might say, well, Galway are defensive, but they're defensive, but they have a reason for being defensive, and once they got the ball, they went hell for leather at Kerry, and surprisingly, Kerry couldn't live with them, and um, it's a huge result because, obviously, it's a long time since Galway beaten Kerry in championship, we all all know about that, but uh, more recently, we haven't won a big game at Crow Park in 2001, so... You know, it's two big kind of monkeys off the back, if you like, for Galway. But uh, yeah, it's it's a positive step because the first game, to me, is the crucial game um, because you're not under as much pressure going into round two.
1: So, how did Kevin Walsh get it so right, and Eamon Fitzmaurice get it so wrong?
2: I don't know. Uh, Like Galway, didn't change anything um, drastically from what they've been doing all year. Uh, Lavelle was was solid with his kickouts. He, He went. He normally goes. If, if the short isn't on he normally just goes to he picks a box either left or right Galway crowd the midfield and and, and you know they either win it or win the breaks they did the same yesterday um, Galway's full forward line to me just were more structured and they knew what they were doing um, much much better than what Kerry seemed to do uh, like I was looking down I was in the Davin stand looking down on Kerry in the first half and Clifford kept to his corner predominantly for the whole for the whole first half like he was winning some ball that went in but he was he was isolated he was on his own and he was being asked to do a lot with the ball guinea then was on his own in the full forward spot like and he was roaring and shouting to get the ball into him he was very frustrated and was warden kicking it in why because i suppose sean kelly was sitting in front of of um along with sean andy so Kerry, I suppose, wasn't going to kick it in. Just the movement from Kerry wasn't there yesterday. Look, every team's entitled to one bad day. Um, Every team has had it this year in the Championship so far. So that's Kerry's bad day. You know, can they turn it around? Absolutely. But, uh, you know, they really have to go back to basics and get their running game going. I mean, a lot of people were talking about weather conditions. That's no excuse. I mean, Gaelic footballers in Ireland get three hundred days of rain for a year they're well used to playing in slippy conditions so um, that's not an excuse just really Galway were well structured well up first um, and went at Kerry and Kerry surprisingly just fell
1: apart mm, Just looking at the highlights last night on the Sunday game John it, it, it struck me that Galway actually seemed to be as you said more up for it hungrier would that be a fair point
2: Yeah there seems to be I mean, look you can never question any footballer or team's hungriness I mean they all go out to try and win a game but definitely Galway had a spring in their step um, they you know they started the game the way they finished the game against Roscommon and maybe because they had that little fight against Roscommon they were you know they were maybe more battle hardened and um, ready for Kerry whereas Kerry had the, the two easy games the Munster but like don't forget Galway and Kerry have uh, kind of a great game down in down and Kerry this year in the league. So you know Galway were, and that was a feisty game, and um, Galway were up for the battle. I mean Galway have just shown this year that they're going to be a really really hard bet, and if they can get enough ball, they have quality forwards up front uh, to do damage. And I mean we're not depending on any one forward on any given day, which is the really really good thing for from Galway. Comer if he's not in the game or he's been well marked which is what, what's happening at the moment is all defences are putting their eggs in one basket on Comer and they're maybe double-tagging him. Thankfully, he's actually moving out of there, allowing Burke to be the playmaker, Shane Watts running running the angles in and out. And, you know, when you have Sean Kelly attacking at pace, Brannigan, you know, Conroy, for while he was there yesterday, you know, it, it was really good. But surprisingly, from a Kerry point of view, They didn't keep their shape in the full forward line. And I mean, when you allow Declan Coyne, Sean Andy, Owen Kearns to motor up the field, I mean, that's playing into Galway's basket. And and I I just was really surprised that Kerry allowed allowed Galway to do that.
1: How big of an impact was the sending off of Killian Young?
2: Um, Yeah, it definitely had an impact because, um, you know, there was 10 minutes to go or so and, and the game was still in the melting pot. And what was pleasing from the Galway point of view is, They've learned from the league final, where Dublin had a man sent off. Galway, the game was there to be won, and we didn't maybe push on as much as as we should have. They've they've changed that, and that's a big thing to you know correct something like that in 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 the middle of a season. Sometimes it takes teams till the following season to correct that um, situation in their game. They've done it now in the space of uh, in, since the last time they played in Crow Park. So that's a big big positive for for Galway, but like. Kerry will manhandle um, Galway as much as possible, and you know that's part of the backs' job. Uh, you know we we get that, but uh, they didn't focus. Kerry, like no Kerry back, like caught on the scoreboard, and you'd expect Paul Murphy, you know, um, Killian Young, Gavin White, these lads to drive forward, get scores. Like David Moore didn't get a score. Like Jack Barry, okay, while he's not renowned for scoring, he can score. I, I've seen Jack Barry scoring six, seven times in a game. Uh, playing for UCD, but he's not doing it, So, um, and Sean O'Shea was, was absent, so it just, uh, there's a lot of questions to be answered for Kerry, and uh, there's no doubt about it, he will have to um, go with a different team the next day, um, I think I think he's going to have to uh, throw in four or five subs, and you know, when you're sitting in Club Park looking at Galway taking off their captain, Damien Comer. Um, you know that showed the belief that Galway had yesterday that they weren't afraid to take him off with six or seven minutes to go. And while he was coming off, Kerry were bringing in three subs at the same time. So it just showed where both teams were at yesterday. Mm.
1: Looking to the bigger picture, Paul Conroy gone for the rest of the season. How, how big of a loss will he be?
2: Uh, it's huge. Like you know, it's, it's a massive loss for himself personally. He's you know he's he's on the go now. Paul Captain Galway to an All Ireland Minor. Title in 2007, and yeah, he's been going since between um, between under twenty ones and seniors. So a huge loss because he's a great ball player. You know, you saw what he did yesterday when he he set up a score for himself. He started and finished, it, and uh, he's a big loss. Uh, Peter Cook played very well when he came in, and I like Peter Cook. I think he's a, he's a great young footballer, and you know he'll get his chance now. Hopefully against Kevin Feely next Sunday, and that'll show where where Peter is um, along the track.
1: Uh, fair to say, John, the opening weekend of the Super Eights not so super duper.
2: No, but because you know it's like a it's like it's like a mini league. I mean that's what it is. So at times yesterday, in fact, in in definitely three out of the four games, take Tyrone and Common game out of it. The other teams, it was like a game of soccer at times, where you know they pushed, they didn't get a score, they set back. Both teams were weighing each other up in three of the games this weekend. And, you know, at stages, it looked like Donegal were happy to lose by the three or four because they knew good performance, you know, no injuries, we're not that out the gate, and we get ready for Rothcommon. Galway Kerry looked like they were playing, you know, that type of game yesterday for a while as well. And the same with, um, Rothcommon, or sorry, with mana and Kildare. I mean, Kildare had, I, I got interested see that game as well, and Kildare, you know, definitely had enough possession to, uh, to get the scores to win the game, but Monaghan just held, and then they just went for the juggler the last couple of minutes and saw the game out.
1: Final question: uh, Dublin Donegal on Saturday. A lot of people on social media commenting on the, the final ten minutes and the the keep ball play of uh, Dublin. Your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah. sure what else were they to do? They were in the driving seat. They mind the ball, and you know that's. I don't know why people are giving out about that. Um, it's it's part of. In of any sport, um, Dublin did what they had to do, and and I mean they got a score towards the end of it as well. So that's that's people having a lot to talk about if that's all they can talk about. in my opinion.
1: And that's it from today's edition of the Irish Examiner's GAA Championship Podcast. Paper Talk, our thanks to Anthony Daly and to John Dively. Larry Ryan, as always, was the man on production duties. We're back again, same time, same place. Next week, we'll be looking back on a make-or-break weekend in the Super 8 next Monday. Hopefully, you'll be able to join us for that. And don't forget, you can log on to irishexaminer.com forward slash paper talk. You can download us from SoundCloud and from iTunes.